Hello, and welcome back to History in 7. When we think about the Aztec Empire in what's now Mexico, we almost immediately imagine the improbable conquistador triumph over the city of Tenochtitlan by Cortes. Historians once explained that in terms of the overwhelming advantage uh, that the Spanish had with guns and steel armor and steel swords. These, of course, are two of the famous three factors that Jared Diamond claimed determine the fate of human societies in his Pulitzer Prize-winning 1997 book. Uh, the third factor, germs, of course, was by far the most powerful, uh, but that will be a pod for a different day. The second fact that we often discover if we dig a, di a bit deeper into Aztec or Mexica history is the very unusual religious practices of Tenochtitlan, which apparently included regular human sacrifice. Historians have drawn on accounts written at the time, and although many of these accounts were somewhat propagandistic in the so-called black legend of Spanish colonialism, which will also be a subject for a future pod, uh, it does seem like the Aztec religion had some very bizarre features. Something you rarely hear about is the remarkable city of Tenochtitlan itself, which was larger when the Spanish first encountered it than any of the capitals of Europe. The city was built beginning around 1320 on an island in Lake Texcoco, and it was connected to the mainland by several causeways. Although the builders created a dike across the lake to separate the fresh water that they wanted to surround the city from the more brackish water beyond, uh, they brought even fresher water into the island city from a series of springs in nearby hills over an aqueduct. The conquistadors literally uh, couldn't believe the size and the cleanliness of the city of Tenochtitlan. Some actually wrote that they had believed that they were dreaming when they first saw it. Finally, the thing you never hear about, though, is the Mexica agricultural system that fed the 200,000 people living in Tenochtitlan. All around the city were floating gardens called chinampas, uh, built on land reclaimed from the lake using woven platforms that would be filled with soil and then anchored by fast-growing trees like willows and cypress. These chinampas were then farmed very intensively, and they produced up to seven harvests per year, providing incredible yields. Crops included corn, beans, squash, amaranth, tomatoes, chili peppers, and flowers. Chinampa farms fed six people per acre in the 15th century when the Spanish arrived. By comparison, the most successful agricultural technique known in Europe and Asia at the time, uh, Chinese intensive paddy rice farming, uh, supported only about one person per acre. Most of the chinampas were destroyed when the Spanish conquest uh, broke the elaborate system of dams and sluices that controlled the water quality around Tenochtitlan. Uh, but some still remain in Xochimilco, uh, which was once a separate community at the south end of the lake, Lake Texcoco, but is now one of the 16 boroughs of Mexico City. 
because of course the Spanish made the Aztec capital uh, the capital of their viceroyalty of New Spain. Uh, the existence of the canals and the chinampas, even after the rest of Lake Texcoco was filled in, resulted in Xochimilco being declared a UN World Heritage Site in 1987. Tourists can still actually ride in colorful gondola-like boats called trajineras uh, through the 110 miles of canals that remain. Uh, but although the canals are still fed by freshwater springs and supplemented by treated water from the city, the water table is steadily dropping, and the canals are in danger of disappearing. When they do, the last vestige of a very advanced agricultural technology will be lost. Hopefully, our memory of it won't disappear as well. So that's all for today. Thanks for listening. I will see you again next time.